everyone, and welcome back to the Cyber Evolution Podcast, the final episode of 2023. Can't believe I'm saying that. It's been an amazing year. I've absolutely loved doing this podcast. It's been so much fun hearing from all of our guests and all of their unique journeys of how they've landed a role in cybersecurity. I hope you've enjoyed it just as much as I have. I've been doing this podcast now for over a year, which is actually something I'm really, really proud of because... Uh, when we decided to start this podcast, it was really, really foreign to me. I was quite scared, something completely out of my comfort zone. Um, I'm still sometimes feeling quite nervous and out of my comfort zone as well, but I think we can all agree, and we mention this here a lot within the podcast and a lot with our students, that getting out of your comfort zone is where all of the good stuff happens, all of the growth. Um, I've definitely found that anyway. We help people change careers, which is a scary thing. So... When I first started this podcast and we were talking about it, I could not let that fear hold me back. Otherwise, we'd be going against, or I'd be going against everything that we stand for here. I'm so glad that I did. And just like all of the people I have on the podcast, I'm sure they're all really glad that they decided to make the bold decisions that they made and upskill and change careers to get into cybersecurity too. As you all know, the point of the podcast is to educate people on how to get into this amazing industry. And it's also to help drive Cyber Revolution's mission forward, which is to make Australia a safer place. And I think it's been a huge success in doing that so far. For this final episode, we're going to change things up and we're going to revisit some inspiring stories from our guests. Now, I think all of them are inspiring. I think they're all amazing. So it was impossible for me to choose. So what we did is we listed our top five most listened podcasts for the year. And here they are in no particular order. Episode number 13, from zero IT skills to cybersecurity professional. Uh, so I can see why this title grabbed a few people's attention because like most of our students, no one comes to us as an IT professional. They don't have any IT background at all. So I can see why that title resonated with people. But I can tell you now, it's not just the title. Ben's story is an amazing one. He's an absolute legend and he deserves all of the good things that have happened to him and are going to continue happening to him throughout his career. I remember when Ben first decided to join, he made the bold decision to change careers. I actually spoke to him, I think before making that decision. He was in recruitment. He was just about to have his first child. He just bought a house. So he had lots and lots of change going on, but he was still brave enough to make the change of careers and upskill himself. He's been in the industry now for 15 months and he's absolutely killing it still. There's a, a skill shortage and that was future-proof your career, right? And, and there's good job security. Obviously, that was a main factor. Like, what else was it about cybersecurity that interested you, interested you so much to you know to look into it further? Um, coming from both hospitality and recruitment, they're quite fast-paced industries or yep. positions. Uh, so, cyber very similar. Like, it's always changing. If you if you sit still, you know you're never really going to progress. Yeah. Um, you know that you're going to create controls and whatnot, and adversaries are definitely going to look for ways around that. So it's always keeping on your toes, having to learn the next thing and the next thing. Yep. Uh, yeah. Great. And did you have, I think I might've mentioned, cause I you know, was been with you with the journey the whole way through from memory. You mentioned, um, you were kind of like the IT person for your family, like you enjoyed it, but you didn't have any IT certifications or previous skills or anything. Did you? No, definitely not. Yeah. I just always had a, a keen interest in, in tech and, and learning how things worked and just, yeah picking things up from time to time just by, you know, having a play myself. Then, yeah, becoming the, the family IT guy. And funnily enough, when I started studying with you guys, I 
and my previous work, I became an artificial IT guy there. Yeah. So it's yeah. funny how that works. That happens all the time. You'll find that students will come on after, you know, being in the program for a couple of months and they'll say that all the time. Either the current work, they're like, my current work needs to start paying me for the work they're asking me to do or the family probably, you know, more annoying. You can't ask that to charge them, but it's the same thing. They'll uh, get random calls from family asking them to troubleshoot certain issues. Pretty, pretty frustrating uh, for them. But um, okay, great. And so were, were you nervous, I guess, going into something like not having any IT skills and going into something like cybersecurity, which you didn't know too much about, but were you nervous at like, or were you, what's the word? Probably not nervous, but just a little bit unsure whether you could get the right skills. Uh, oh, initially before I even looked into it, I just, yeah, had no idea what I was even looking at. Uh, so yeah, definitely was quite nerve wracking. Uh, but yeah, the, obviously having a chat with you guys it definitely made things a little bit more clearer, even from the first session. So yep. Yeah. Awesome, mate. And so um, what was the deciding factor to go with Cyber Evolution as the organization to get you a job? Uh, well, a couple of things. It was cheaper than a uni degree. Uh, it's, it's it's all online. Uh, do it your own pace as well. So the fact that I worked a, a full-time job, had social commitments and, you know, hobbies and everything like that, you could, you could fit it around what you needed to do. So... And if you found yourself having an extra hour or so, jump on and do some studies. Gee, having an extra hour or so at the moment, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I think you might have mentioned as well, like you were in recruitment and the thing with you, you really understood the value in actually helping people with that recruitment process. Because Yeah, definitely. That's, you know, that's a, such an important part that a lot of the big universities and other organizations forget about, right? Oh, of course, and that was directly towards you as well was obviously having that that networking factor like although i was a recruiter i knew the avenues to go down there was the you know the the networks that you guys could provide would be that were completely you know priceless yep yep great mate all right next one is episode nine we helped michael land his first cybersecurity job in 90 days yes i remember this one so this was with michael koopmans such a nice guy really really switched on he wanted to get in the cybersecurity industry so, so badly. He signed up with a good friend of his, Cameron, uh, Cameron Rogers, I think it was. And the plan for them was to study together, keep themselves accountable, and then get into the cybersecurity industry together. All right. So that was their big goal that they wanted to achieve together. They actually went one step further and they landed a job at the same company. So they now work together. They studied together, kept each other accountable, and now are colleagues in company called CyberCX. Really, really cool story. They both have amazing careers ahead of them. I've always had an interest in furthering my own learning, whether that is uh, self-driven or what have you. Uh, but I found that in my current position uh, at my current workplace, there wasn't a lot of opportunity for uh, professional growth because I worked for a small company, really. And Cybersecurity specifically, I kind of looked at as a more specialist outgrowth from what I was currently doing. So currently I work for a company that specializes in IP connected security systems. So I have a lot of network, IT networking based background. 
give us and, give us a little bit more of an example. So uh, a little bit more of a detailed example of what that actually is, because I know our listeners might want to know. Yeah, so for sure. So most of my day is spent, let's say we're doing a new rollout for a site. Most of my day will be spent configuring things like switches and servers and routers and access points, things like that, um, where basically we give the endpoint a IP address and we set up protocols of communication between them. And, you know, in this particular case, let's say it's a CCTV system. Yep. We're setting up a server with plugging in all the network settings and we're getting the cameras to record back to a server. So you're in a um, security industry, but a different type of security industry. Correct. Uh, but cybersecurity is in itself, while you don't need networking background knowledge to go into cybersecurity, it is definitely a helpful kick point or a starting point because cybersecurity concepts involve a lot of networking type things, as you would imagine. And that's why I chose to specialize in it. And did you know much about the space? Like when was, I guess, the the moment, the moment where you decided to, you know what, I'm really going to get into it before you had a conversation with us and, and joined Cyber Revolution, did you know much about cybersecurity and what it actually was? A little bit. So as I said, working in networking, you come across a lot of cybersecurity related stuff. So, you know, things like configuring certain settings on a router to make it more secure, that sort of thing I already knew about when it comes to certain things like specific applications to perform, say, pen testing, I had no idea. And that obviously led you to have a conversation with us. What I guess, what was it that made you decide to join Cyber Revolution as the, the organization to get you into the industry? Okay, so I actually started studying a postgraduate certification at UNSW, mm -hmm. and I met one of my now friends while doing that course. And he's actually the one that directed me to Cyber Revolution. So that was Cameron. That was Cameron. Yep. Uh, he said, you know, you should have a look at this. Uh, it looks really poignant, mm -hmm. relatable, like a good kickoff point. And so I did a bit of research myself and noticed that you guys, or Cyber Revolution, was offering a lot of CompTIA certifications. Now, coming from a background where I work, worked both, in networking, uh, I knew that the CompTIA certifications were a set of certifications that were globally recognized, and a lot of them have some good foundational knowledge within them. And so I said, you know what, this is probably the right kickoff point for me. Right. And I guess that I think that um, is an important point because a lot of people that we deal with, deal with they don't know too much about the the certifications and they might have a bit of an old school mentality that you have to go to university or you have to do a postgrad and go to one of these big training companies or a big university to get into the industry when it's not really the case, is it? It's not the case. Now, I've just completed my postgrad certification. Um, however, it is worth mentioning that in a lot of roles, in my experience, looking out there, you know, seeing what's available job-wise, the next episode is episode 25, Escaping Career Mediocrity with Cybersecurity. Another great episode. This is actually with one of the Cyber Evolution team, Josh Lyons. Josh is a career consultant here, and I'm not surprised this was a popular one. A, because of his silky smooth James Bond-esque voice, uh, but more so because of the truth bombs that he drops. It's an absolute must listen. So we, we talk to, goodness, hundreds or thousands of people. Um, between the weeks and the months, and you know we've been doing this for some time now, so you do start to spot the patterns for sure. You know why? Why are people going to make that change? Why are they even interested in that change? 
I think if you were to boil it down to two, it really comes down to having the opportunity to break through a ceiling in their financial earnings. A lot of people know that they've hit a wall, they've been in a career for two years, five years, even 10 years, two decades sometimes. And yeah, maybe they can make a little bit more money. But the growth curve for them to make that money, it's kind of petered out. You know, they've kind of made their way up or they're into a career, they're two years in, and they're looking left, they're looking right, and they're seeing people um, that are in cybersecurity and they've just completely accelerated past them. So a lot of people realize that if you're in the right place at the right time and you show up motivated and eager to learn and to learn the right skill set, sometimes you're in the wrong lane. And so the people that have that awareness that, you know, goodness, I can make $100,000 a year in cybersecurity almost in my first 12 months, 200000 a few years into the career. So making more money is a big one. Now, money isn't everything, but it definitely makes life a hell of a lot easier. And I'm sure we can all agree um, if you could make an extra 50000 a year or an extra 100000 a year a few years into a new career, maybe that's worth time to consider actually switching lanes and getting into something that is booming and growing. I mean, what what would you say to that? Well, yes. Yeah, as I said, money is everything, but especially with everything that is going on within the world at the moment, everything seems to be going up. It does does help right before Optus and the MediBank attack, before all, all of this had happened, right? So they're, they're saying now that that's touching, that should touch around six figures. So over 100,000 people that need to get into the industry and 2026 isn't all that far away, okay? So for every, you know, every 10 roles available, only three are currently being filled. So you're right, it is a fast moving industry. It is speed to competency and speed in, uh, of getting these people under the desk. Yeah. You know, for those of you listening, you might be wondering, well, well, how do we know when we're having a conversation with someone? And I think the easiest way for us to find out from someone, you know, are they, are they really ready? Are they really, truly ready? Is a very simple question we ask most people is, well, how long have you actually been considering this transition? And to be honest, if someone gives us an answer that's like, oh, I've been thinking about getting into cybersecurity for three years and they actually haven't done anything we would say, well, the industry's changed completely since three years ago. So if you're going to wait another three years to even consider it, then you might be just too much of a procrastinator. And so that's that's something that we can find out very quickly when we talk to someone. We, we really like to speak to people that say, hey, I've been in my role. It's not really been what I want for the last year. I've been thinking about a transition for the last three months, six months. I've I've decided that you know time's the most precious asset we have in life. I don't want to just waste more time you know, twiddling my thumbs. So that's a disqualifier for us if we see that someone's been thinking about it or talking about it with their friends for five years and, and actually, you know, hasn't done anything. Yeah. What do you think it is that holds holds people back from making that decision? Fear of change, you know, and, and for a lot, a lot of people, the fear of making a change robs them of the opportunity to have a better life. And there's, there's nobody else responsible for that, but yourself. You know, if you're so afraid of making a change and getting out of your comfort zone, the unfortunate truth is you'll end up, you know, rolling into the end of your life and looking back with somewhat regret and uh, wishing that you could have a a, a once over and and go at it again. But, um, you know, that isn't life. So I, I think it's fear of change for a lot of people. And so we can tell when someone's a little bit more courageous and they, they, they're a little bit more confident in themselves to, to just go after their goals and attack their goals with, with some oomph. 
and yeah, when someone says, oh, I've been in my career for 10 years and I don't like it and I haven't liked it for a decade, that's a bit of a red flag for us, you know, especially in this industry. You know, if you want to go into still life painting, then yes, you might be able to make decisions that slow, but if you want to get into cybersecurity, uh, you, you should probably uh, reconsider that. Episode 38, the title of this one is an attention grabber. Network Plus Certificate and How It Can Earn You Up to $20,000. So this title is always going to make the top five, I feel. I remember talking to Armin and it was towards the end of the episode. He just casually threw in there, oh yeah, and I got my Network Plus and it actually got me an extra $20,000 increase on my salary at the role that he was actually already working in. And I was like, uh, what? Can you can you elaborate on that a little bit more, please? And so he did and it was it was a great story. Really cool moment. I was working as a petrol station manager at the time when I entered Australia. Uh, fast forward three, four years, I I stayed in that role. But in 2021, I switched my job to the security role, not cyber security, rather electronic security, which is more responsible for physical security, like CCTV, cameras, access control, and stuff like that. And I was still thinking about changing my career because coming uh, from a background of IT, I always wanted to return back because I invested in the in that, in that field, right? I have studied uh, Bachelor of Software Engineering and then Master of IT. So mm -hmm. I didn't want to waste it some, somehow. I didn't have relevant experience that much. So even, even at that point in my own country, which I was working in IT, I wasn't deep enough. So I was more of a like all-rounder type of person in the organization I was working for. Jack of all trades. But I always wanted to find a way to back to, to, to IT. And to be honest, I found cybersecurity pretty uh, promising and interesting role. And like you know, oh, it is just the start of a boom. So I didn't want to miss the train. I just tried to jump jump on it. I was thinking a lot about it. But when I saw your advertisement on the social media, and I get to know your company and uh, listen to the podcasts and some stories of other people who took this path, I decided to jump on the board and start doing it. Well, amazing. I think yeah, we get a lot of people who have studied. You know, ten years ago, they've done their IT masters or even a cybersecurity degree years and years ago for whatever reason, didn't get back into it, but still always have got that, have that passion and drive to get into the Something inside you that sounds, go for it, go for yes. your dream, go for it, do it. A good tip for somebody who is like yourself, which we have, we do get a, a, you know, a bunch of them might've studied five, 10 years ago. They can look at implementing that if you're a student listening, it's a good tip. It's, it's, a, it's a very good way to refresh your knowledge if you have previous knowledge. That's that's very helpful. The other thing is that uh, don't procrastinate. So if you do your mock exams and you reach to a certain point, like 75%, 80% or something like that, don't don't try to be perfect. Yep. When you're ready, just, just do it. Just yep. do it. For the Network Plus and also Security Plus, I was in doubt if I have to do it, not do it, but... The, the exam scores were like, I mean, like, uh, sorry, the mock exam score was about 80, 85, sometimes fall to like even 78 or 79. Decided to do it and I did it. First hit, passed the exam. Now, exactly. Is you clearly have enjoyed the process from where you were to where you are now? Yeah, of course. Of course. The reason being that first for my passion for technology, the second is that my current industry is not totally irrelevant. 
So we do, we do a lot of stuff with the network and stuff like that. To be honest, getting Network Plus uh, helps me to get a job which was 20K, paying 20K more than my previous job. Really? Just by having Network Plus. So you made $20,000 just from the Network Plus? Yes. Talk us through that process. How did that all come about? Uh, actually, like I said, um, the physical security does have a lot of things with the network as well. Yep. So having that back background and the base of network would help you. Like in the previous job, I was I was working with some Cisco switches and do configs on them and stuff like that, and that had absolutely helped me through the, the second job. It was it was a winning factor? I believe yep. was that was the factor which I could land that job with that salary. Amazing. Well, there's your return on investment for the you know, within the program already, but obviously now we're it's already it's already paid off, but it's already more than paid off, which is amazing. <laughs> yes. Um. And so obviously now we want that to continue that because that is honestly the power, guys, of education. It really is. No, you want to attach that kind of value to every single certificate. I only got one certificate, the Network Plus, and it's increased his salary by twenty thousand dollars. That's it. It's really, really important. Yeah, it is a great story, right? And it's one I think that everyone needs to hear. And it's really important to place value on these certifications and um, also enjoy the process of, of studying whilst you can, Armin. Next one is episode 37, how Shintal went from immigrant mum to mastering four cybersecurity certifications. Now, every student that gets placed is celebrated within Cyber Evolution, but Shintal's story was, it just was such a feel-good moment for everyone. I don't think I've met a more determined, hardworking, passionate person. Shintal was on a bridging visa. She'd just come to Australia a few years ago. She was a mum, worked so hard. She was an amazing student and she landed her first role in this industry. And I can tell you now, she's not going anywhere. I can't wait to see what she's doing in the industry in five to 10 years time. She's an absolute weapon. I have studied master in cybersecurity. I came here in Australia to study master in cybersecurity. And after finishing my study, um, I was pregnant. I was at home for around one and a half year. Um, so to fill out that gap, you know, technology is ever changing and specifically for cybersecurity, uh, always new trends are coming in. So to get to know about new trends and new technology and a lot of new changes in there, I got to know about cyber revolution and the certificates you are providing. So that's why I came to uh, cyber revolution and uh, at I done those four certifications, uh, specifically for Comptia um, cybersecurity analyst, and that helped me a lot to get into my first role. Thank you so much for that. No, no, amazing. You've been an amazing student. As I said at the start, you, um, you've got a really good story, and I know that you came to Australia. What was it uh, about two or three years ago now? Four years ago. Four years ago. Uh, where, where, what country did you come from? Uh, I come from India. India. Okay. And what was the main reason for moving to Australia? Yeah, the main reason is to study cybersecurity. As I said, I did a master in computer application back in India. It was more mostly based on software development. It was interesting, but uh, at the time I got to know about a lot of news about ha hacking and a lot of people used to put on status like my Facebook account is hacked and please ignore if you receive any message. Um, so, and a lot of news about cybersecurity, it, it, it interested me a lot. And after that, I decided to study further on cybersecurity and I came here in Australia with the, um, cybersecurity, um, 
a cyber security study role. I joined Cyber Revolution, did the certifications uh, specifically from the CompTIA. After that, I, I thanks to Australian government and specifically uh, they are providing opportunity to the women, also migrants. Thanks to METT, it is uh, uh, organized by Australian government and specifically women who are returning from the maternity. And they are helping those women to get into um, cybersecurity and IT. So I got this opportunity through MEGT 14-week program. And and then I got extension on my role. So the first steps is always challenging. But it uh, this journey, I, I enjoyed this journey from the beginning to the um, my current role. So it was a good journey. Thank you. So what's the actual role called? What's the specific role? Uh, it's cybersecurity analysis specifically, uh, and to help the uh, agencies to analysis on their um, uh, on their maturity levels, on their uh, SSL eight levels, uh, helping them out to uplift the um, those levels. Yes, the essential eights, you know, very very important. I'm assuming you would have to do a lot more training once you're in the role. You have to do one training around the essential aid and what that is. That's true. Uh, to learning about what specific required to uplift your cybersecurity challenges, like uh, uh, if you think about uh, user training or your employee training, also to help with uh, find uh, if if they have any internet facing website, how can we help them to mitigate vulnerabilities? Um, so it is more like to help agencies to uh, improve their cybersecurity resilience. So. You can call that here. It's a big role. It's a very, very important role you're playing there. And cybersecurity is always a challenging role. You need to learn new things. You need to keep up with the uh, new trends, uh, new trades. There is always um, hackers are like those. Those people are always find a new ways to uh, social engineering the people and also to get into uh, your uh, environment. So it's always been challenging to find out that loopholes and to look into those techniques and help people with how to uh, get out of that and how to make sure you are not a part of that. So it's it's a it's a bit challenging role and yes, that's true. Um, it's not ever been easy to be in cybersecurity. As you said, it's forever changing, and you as an hour cybersecurity professional have to be forever changing and always learning and upskilling. It's a big thing we always talk about here, funnily enough, being an education company, that you have to be a lifelong learner to get into cybersecurity. And there it is, top five most listened episodes for 2023. And that's a wrap for the year. It's been such a crazy one, but also an enjoyable one. I've so thoroughly enjoyed speaking to all of our students Love doing these podcasts and the Cyber Revolution podcast is going to come back bigger and better than ever in 2024 with some more amazing stories. We're going to take a short break and we'll be back in early January for some more episodes. Thank you to all of my amazing guests. Without this, without you guys, this podcast would be nothing. And same goes to all of our listeners. Thank you for listening. I feel like we've built something pretty special here and, and pretty unique. So I can't wait to come back and do it all again in 2024. Have an amazing break with friends and family. You'll be hearing from me in the new year. Thanks for listening.